Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for Monday, the 21st day of March. I'm Paul White, and it is a new week. Uh, It is a new work week. I hope that you are blessed and living in the favor of God. I hope that yesterday's podcast, and of course, I don't know, I don't know very many people that just randomly jump in. Most people that follow, follow rather regularly, even if they don't listen live day of. So it's rare that you would skip a podcast, but man, if you missed yesterday where we introduced this moment where Joseph is in Potiphar's house in Egypt in Genesis 39, please go back and listen to it because it will set today up quite well. The Lord is with Joseph and he's a successful man. And we brought out that the reason for this success is because the Lord is with Joseph. And the reason for our success should be viewed the Lord is with me. It doesn't doesn't take away whatever good you bring to the table, but it puts the glory where it belongs, which is on the Lord. And I promised yesterday that we would look at verse 4. We're going to do more than that, but we're really going to focus on a thought in verse 4. In this moment, we get as much of a Christ-like Joseph as we get in the entire story. Jesus goes into the waters of baptism. A voice comes out of heaven and says, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And we haven't seen Jesus do anything. He hasn't healed the sick or raised the dead or fed the thousands. And yet, he's pleasing to the Father. Well, how is that? Well, because he, is, he has found favor in the eyes of God and man. You'll recall at age 12, when his family went into Jerusalem, young Jesus goes with them and they leave him behind. They don't realize he's not with the caravan. And when they find him a few days later, he's in the temple answering questions and listening to the doctors and the lawyers. And when he goes back to be with his parents, you know, that famous statement, um, I was about my father's business. When he goes back to be with his parents, the text says that he found favor with God and man. And so he, he grew in that favor with God and man. As you find favor with God and finding favor with God is in Christ simply just by faith, Favor with man is what we should expect to follow. It seems as if the Bible's pitching an an opposite, where you've tried to do things your way to try and advance through life on your just your own intellect, just your own strength or looks or prowess. And you can to a certain extent, but when you start to trust in that, Um, that's where it becomes a problem. But as we then rest in the favor of God, we start to expect to see that in our lives. What does that look like? And what I think happens is that we think that the way to best express the favor of God is through materialism. This is sort of a Western world mentality and maybe, maybe a uniquely American mentality is that if you want to show people what it means to be in favor, then you need to have a really shiny car and a big house maybe two houses, because that will show people that you're really resting in the favor of God. And yet we see people all of the time who have no idea about the favor of God that drive shiny cars and live in multiple houses. So we know that's not the key. In fact, the reason I brought all that up is because listen to verse four, listen to what Joseph does when he finds favor. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him oversee over his house and all that he had put under his authority. What does Joseph do the moment he recognizes that he has favor? He serves. 
And as I said before, this is his most Jesus-like moment, because I want to take you to John 13, where it's before the Feast of Passover. Listen to John 13, 1. Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. Listen to verse 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper, laid aside his garments, and took a towel and girded himself, poured water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet. Notice that Jesus, I'm going to paraphrase here, knew his hour had come, knew that his Father had given all things to his hands, knew he had come from God, and knew that he was going to God. Some of this John pitches as things Jesus has just finally fully realized. And I think that's true. That Jesus, you know, little 12-year-old Jesus knows he's about his father's wisdom, but he doesn't know all of these things. He grows into that knowledge. And that when he grows into that knowledge, he came from God and that he was going to God. What does it prompt him to do? Take up a sword and lead the world into a revolution? No. Maybe the most shocking moment in all of history. After he realizes this, who he is, He rises up, laid aside his garments, and girds himself with a towel so he can wash the feet. What does he really do? He finds favor with God, and he serves his brother. Joseph, in Genesis 39.4, found favor in his sight and served him. Service is the result of favor. I don't mean that there can be no riches and no wealth and no comfort. Sure, but they're not the result of favor across the board. You can be favored and not have stuff because favor is not a condition of your wallet. It's a condition of your identity and your father. But what you can't have is a favor that knows nothing of service and servanthood. When you find favor... You find the ability to serve. Our template is a Jesus who knowing who he was, knowing who his father is, and knowing where he's going, and knowing that all things were given into his hand, rises up, takes off the garments that define him, puts on the garments of a servant, and then washes his disciples' feet. And this never goes down well. Peter argues, oh, you can't do this. And of course, you know, the end result. If you don't let me do this, you don't have any part in me. If I'm gonna, you're gonna be my servant. You're gonna wash feet as well, because the moment you realize that you are favored is the moment that you realize that favor demands service. Listen, you do not serve to be favored, but you will serve because you are favored. More from the great story of Joseph in Egypt tomorrow. See you then. God bless.